0: Go to my websites, kmp 3com And for my books, sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me. I am glad for that. Merry Christmas Eve, if that applies to you, where I am, the western part of the United States, my home, it's Christmas Eve, and uh, very grateful I have no desire to drink today. It is pouring rain And I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee From Trader Joe's With some Don Francisco's hazelnut Mixed in I want to Kind of emotional this morning Thinking about my first sober Christmas. Which I talked about on here probably two years ago. But. What I remember about it is I. I didn't have any money. And I'd come back from a marathon AA meeting. And. Something happened to me I can't explain it I was just looking at this little Charlie Brown tree That we had Or that this person I was renting a room from Had Very sad, loveless house But there was this little tree I walked in the front door and the tree was there And something happened to me And I thought about The best Christmas gift I ever got and it was a very personal, handwritten letter from someone that I didn't know that well. But it was so, I felt seen, as the bottom line. It was so beautiful and so personal. And so I thought, I'm going to do that. I just had this intuitive thought, so I got a box of cheap cards and I put on some music and if you came onto my heart, then I was going to then I wrote you. I maybe I made a card. Didn't matter who you are. Didn't matter how well I knew you. If you came on my heart, I was gonna just write you a card. And I did. And I wrote a bunch of cards and I went around and delivered them to people. And it was an amazing feeling. I I didn't want anything in return. That's why it was an amazing feeling. There is an experience that I have had as a byproduct of not wanting something in return if i'm doing it because i want something in return it's not i don't have that experience it's self-seeking but i didn't want anything in return it was a it was a sincere gesture from the bottom of my soul and i went around town and i dropped off all these cards and it was it was it was i wasn't doing it for me but it was my gift that year I felt very close to a higher power very close to god and it had a big impact on me that was in 1989 and it's still what I think about every Christmas I do try to give those Kinds of gifts Still You know And um, I don't know That's what I woke up thinking about You know my wife didn't have a good childhood and so aside from what I just shared I think about doing what I can to supply her with a special Christmas make her feel good I do you know (laughs) put a dessert on a little plate and Take a couple bites of it tonight, and maybe I do. Maybe maybe not. Maybe it's actually Santa. But anyways, I try to make it nice for her. But I mean, there's a line. In the book Alcoholics Anonymous I'm going to read one sentence how's that for a book study I'm going to read one sentence on page 102 ready this is talking to somebody who is on step 12 who's gone through the process of 1 through 9 and is living in 10, 11, and 12 now this is what it says are you ready First sentence in the uh, second full paragraph on page 102. Your job now is to be at the place where you may be of maximum helpfulness to others. I'll stop there. That's my job now. If you're sober, that's your job now, according to this book. I mean, it doesn't say your job now is to make a bunch of money. Your job now is to sound good. Your job now is to be right all the time. Your job now is to not make any mistakes. Your job now is to build up your ego again. Get into the shit you really want to do Your job now is to be a divisive Argumentative Angry Force in your home In your family No Your job now is to Be at the place where you can be of maximum Helpfulness to others that's your job now. So, what is helpful? Let's go to uh, page 19. Last sentence on the page. Most of us sense the real tolerance of other people's shortcomings and viewpoints and respect for their opinions or attitudes which make us more useful to others. Page 67 Second, our first full paragraph, we avoid retaliation or argument. It goes on to say, if we do retaliate or argue, we destroy our chance of being helpful. We cannot be helpful to all people. We don't want to destroy our chance of being helpful. Because I have had this conversation Probably more than any other conversation In my life My head gets Filled with things That I hear in response To this Mostly along the lines of Well I know But the thing is Is if I'm just Saying things (laughs) To say things And sounds interesting and is if these things can't be applied if somebody's really difficult or somebody's a real pain in the ass or somebody's really out of their mind that's when to apply these things those things aren't an exception to trying to live this way those things are opportunities to live this way I'm confronted with these things all the time the world's fucking crazy I was born in 1971 I've never been around more madness I live in the world that you live in people are nuts and my job is not to be that's what I can control I want to be somebody who listens, who's respectful, who's courteous, who's kind. I want to be somebody that doesn't startle children, that make people with their hearts open feel sick. I don't want to be that person. I want to be a gentle, calming, loving force in the world. Fucking needs it. Bad. So, my job now is to be helpful. And the big book says some things that are not helpful, and says some things that are helpful. And it all comes down to my attitude. My attitude and actions can be helpful or not helpful. My attitude will determine my actions, so I just want to stay there. My attitude. How I speak can be helpful or unhelpful. What I say to the people around me can be helpful or not I don't want to be somebody who upon parting ways has people saying I'm glad that's over boy he's a dick wow he's out of his mind wow he's crazy wow he's so mad people are so mad I understand about that all day somebody who was formerly furious with the entire planet yeah let's read something about that I mean on page on page just get off my back hold on. You find it. page 61 it talks about who's who is egocentric? These are people who are egocentric. The Florida businessman, the retired businessman who lolls in the Florida sunshine is egocentric. The minister who's upset about the sins of the 20th century is egocentric. the politicians and reformers who are sure all would be heaven on earth if everybody else would get their shit together that's self-centered egocentric. The outlaw of Safecracker thinks society has wronged him and the alcoholic who has lost all and is locked up. And it says, page 62, it's like full paragraph, a couple sentences in. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. must last thing I'll read bouncing around here 132 first full paragraph about halfway down we try not to indulge in cynicism over the state of the nations nor do we carry the world's troubles on our shoulders My job now is to be maximum helpfulness to everyone around me. So what I am going to concentrate on are these things. Being a warm, gentle, mending, compassionate, understanding force. Sometimes people think that what this means is just be really passive and roll over and don't stand for anything. The opposite of this is actually true. I very directly, intensely, passionately stand for things. This is not about that. This is not about just saying... Eh, nothing matters. Things absolutely matter. I think. And I absolutely am grounded in my principles. Things I stand for. This is, none of this is to say disregard that. The question becomes How do I honor everyone, including my own principles, in a loving fashion? That is a puzzle to work on. That's what I'm going to work on. I hope you have an amazing holiday. Give somebody a gift that they'll remember for 32 years. Anybody can do it. When you remove self, the only thing that's left is love. A shout out today to Vernon, my friend. Hope you have an amazing holiday. Gail. And all my friends. Chelsea. A lot of people ask me about Chelsea. Chelsea is a very dear friend of mine that I met on Zoom a long time ago now. With whom I have a lot in common. We've gone through very similar things in life, difficult things. Anyways thank you so much for supporting this podcast if if it's helping you please share it with people pass it on to people and thank you for your emails and your messages on Instagram and I don't know why my life was saved but I know everything's okay Try to live a life that was worth saving and I could do the same.